You're listening to the You're Such a Catch podcast with your host, Aaron, (laughs) whose journey in dating and relationships is on full display for your empowerment, education, and honestly, your entertainment too. Welcome to You're Such a Catch. I'm Aaron. Thank you so much for tuning in. I don't know about you, but I'm obsessed with a good love story. I'm a hopeless romantic. I enjoy hearing how people met, how incredible fate is, and how the universe delivers in perfect divine timing. If you're new to YSC, welcome. I've been documenting my love story on this podcast as well as the lead up, several years of singleness. But before I introduce you to today's guest, please hit that subscribe button. By subscribing and rating this podcast, we increase the likelihood of helping others discover the YSC community, others who are just like you and I, who may be in need of some encouragement, a little hope that their person is out there, or maybe they found their person but realize relationships take work and they're looking for tools to expand their skill set. Whatever stage of life we're in, there's an episode that will surely resonate and a friend who can benefit from it. You've heard me mention my time on Clubhouse. I'm still mustering the confidence to get the YSC Club off the ground. It's happening though. I am ripping the Band-Aid off. There have been so many wonderful connections I've made on that platform and I've only just dipped my toe in. Clubhouse is how I connected with Emma Pellegrino, a body dysmorphia survivor, a former pro bikini competitor, now certified mental health coach and sports nutritionist from Toronto, Canada. Today, Emma is going to share her How We Met story, which goes to show a connection and relationship can be built and sustained despite several hundred miles in between. You'll hear how an inseparable bond was created through FaceTime and GIFs, Hopefully soon, as COVID restrictions loosen up, Emma will be reunited with her beau. All right, let's dive into it. So I want to know everything. So first off, I, I want to, yeah, you're like, oh God, here we go. But no, I do. I do. So I want to know everything. So I just know nothing about Canada. So what part of Canada are you in? And I want to know all the things, like tell me everything about the dating world in Canada. Okay, so I'm in, I'm just east of Toronto. So I'm east of the six, as we call it. I'm in Durham region. It's about 30 minutes from Toronto east. So yeah, I'm in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Born and raised. Yeah, so I was born in Toronto by a Jewish man in a Jewish hospital. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Italian. I'm Italian and Canadian. My dad is like fresh off the boat WAP. So I'm second generation Italian. I'm like seventh or eighth generation Scottish descent, Canadian descent. My mother is a manja cake as we call them, but she's Italian by association, as we like to say. I lost my father when I was four months old. So he passed away to cancer. So my mother is my superhero. She's died her whole life. So it's been me and her. My mom's Mm -hmm. parents helped raise me. So after they passed, they lived long, long lives. So they got to see me graduate elementary school and high school. So they've been with me. But now I live with my mother and I rent her basement because God forbid something were to happen to her. I would feel awful. So 
I'm oh still almost 30 and living at home. <laughs> well, that's okay. I mean, also we like just were in a pandemic and a lot of people moved back home because it was just either more convenient or a lot of people lost their jobs or were laid off or whatever the case may be. But it really made you kind of like reevaluate things and like those stigmas about moving back home or moving back in with family are kind of like out the window. So I think that's great. Is your mom your best friend? We have our days. <laughs> Yeah, she's my rock. She's my number one supporter. Anything that I get involved in, it takes a little warming up too. But when, like, when I did bodybuilding for many, many years, I remember there was one time it was in the north end of Toronto, and I went early, so the day before, and I showed up at the stage, and she was sitting in the audience, and I walked up to her, and I was like, "Hey, excuse me." She's like, "Oh my!" She's like, "Oh, I didn't even recognize it was you." So. When I saw her crying that day, I was just like, ah, I'm doing something right. So, I mean, she's my number one supporter. Like, even my, like, bikini competition suits are purple, which are her favorite color. So, uh, that's my husband's yeah. favorite color. Purple's his favorite color. <laughs> oh, that's, that's the manly color. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he loves it. So, and your mom loves it. That's awesome. Okay, yeah. so, so tell me what it's like to date in Canada. Are we app heavy in Canada? What does the situation look like? Uh, honestly, so because I'm in the fitness industry, I, I know I can speak on like that side. So in fitness in Toronto, especially, everyone seems to know everybody. And regardless, there's like some association with someone that you know, although it's a very big industry, it's very small. Okay. So everyone seems to kind of know everybody. And then within each, so we have regions in mm-hmm. Ontario. So there's Halton region, Durham region, Peel region, Mississauga there's like other regions and then there's Toronto. So in every region, they have like the little clicks, their little okay. like gym clicks and stuff like that. Right. So as you're casually swiping on Bumble or Tinder, you're like, Oh, I know this person. I should swipe right because I feel bad because I know the person. Right. Oh, you feel pressured to do that. <laughs> yeah. 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 And like a few of my friends have seen me on it too. At one point and they were like, Oh, I swiped left. And I was like, why? I'm like, you don't, I'm like, we're friends. Like, you don't think I'm attractive? Like we're friends for... And they're like, well, yeah. And I was like, well, I feel bad now because, like, I've been swiping right on you every time I see it. So, like, I'm not swiping right anymore. Okay, so I find that really funny because if you already are connected, like, you already have their phone number, you're already seeing them in real life. Like, if there is a vibe there or there's something there, I mean, don't you think one of you would act on it? That's smart. (laughs) I mean, that's true, though. That's completely true. And I know, like, some of my good guy friends because I'm in the, like, I'm a little sporty spice. Like, that's what I say to myself. Like, I'm one of the boys if I need to be, but like my best guy friends. And I'm like, why are you swiping left? Like, I know low key once upon a time you used to like me. Right. Just just admit it. Yeah. And it's okay. But I mean, to each their own. But yeah, no, you make a valid point. I guess it just depends too, like what you're looking for, because that's the thing with apps too, right? I mean, some people are doing it for like an ego check. Some people are doing it to really get to a relationship. Some people are doing it for a hookup. I mean, that's the hard thing about dating apps. I mean, I guess it's hard in general with dating, right? Because you kind of have to weed through and figure out who's on your same wavelength and and then kind of go from there. So when we're swiping, are we swiping like on Tinder or what's the preferred app over there? It's kind of a little bit of everything to be like. Yeah. What's your favorite Oh, um, it depends on the date. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so, like, when I was on right. it, Tinder, I get this vibe of like, 
hookups. Yes. It's just like the smash and like, okay, I don't know if you guys have the same lingo as us, but like the smash and dash. Oh, I have never heard that. Like fucking Chuck. <laughs> you never heard that? No. Yeah, like, <laughs> hit it and quit I've it. Heard like, I've heard that one. I've heard that one. Yeah. We're, we're speaking the same language there. Oh my God. That is crazy. Tell me it again. It's called uh fucking truck. I, I need Chuck, like Chuck, like throw it. Chuck. Oh, Chuck. Oh, I think I said truck. I was like, this is like mind blowing. I've never heard this. Okay. No, no, no. Oh my God. This is so funny. Okay. Like the Netflix and chill. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And then there's like the Disney plus and thrust. <laughs> this is amazing. Oh my God. I am getting an education right now. This is so good. Yeah. Okay. But I think Tinder's very like hookup y. Yeah. It's very, it's very, very hard mm-hmm. to find someone who is like trying to vibe with you there. Because, for example, on Bumble, it says like, and this is what pisses me off too, because it'll say like, looking for just casual, I don't know yet, um, looking for dating. And then like the ones that say, I don't know yet, why are you on here if you don't right. know what you want? Like, there must be a reason. Are you trying to smash and dash at this point? Like, is that what you're trying to... But then it also says something casual. So, like... They can't make them right. I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I just watched, like, a funny TikTok about this, too, where there's always these guys who don't know what they're looking for, but yet they want children. Like, they, they have, like, the little baby bottle. Like, they're open to children or whatever, but they don't know what they're looking for. And you're like, okay, you're 45, dude. Like, you, you're going to have to figure... You know what I mean? Like, you're going to have to figure it out pretty soon. Like... But it's also confusing. And so I guess misery loves company, right? But I'm glad it's not any easier. I'm glad we are like, have experienced the same thing. But the interesting thing is I've talked to a lot of people over in like England. So I have a buddy over there who has a dating podcast and Tinder is like the jam over there. Like Tinder is the most used. Isn't that weird? So I was just curious if in Canada was it any different, but I prefer Hinge. I like Hinge. I felt like right, Hinge. Hinge led to the to the most in-person, like genuine meetups, the most like authentic conversations. But also like, I feel like you're very confident. And so like on Bumble for you, like when you were on, Bumble was probably easy because you felt super confident, like reaching out. No, I'm wrong on that. Okay. Tell me, walk me through that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so like, oh my goodness. So Bumble, oh, I would always say to my girlfriend, I'm like, I don't know what to say first. Hello? Like, it's the same situation that, like, a guy would message you on Tinder. I know. Right? Yeah. Bro. Like, can you say more than just hello? So I usually send, like, a a GIF or or whatever it's called. And it's usually, like, Mrs. Doubtfire when she's coming out of, like, the bathroom. She's like, (laughs) like, that's the one. Or Stitch that's like, hi. Yeah. That's literally who I am. Like, I'm the goofball. But I just didn't have the balls or the guts to be like, what's your favorite color? Or like, I would use like the question comment, like, where would you want to get stranded? And like, that's where it would lead. Because I, I know, no, 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 Nancy, no, I can't do it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It is, it is a wild, wild world. I was just talking to these two girls last night. My boyfriend performed at a comedy uh, show and it was really sweet at the end. He kind of like gave a shout out and kind of talked about how he met. And so I had all these people coming up to me and being like, oh, you're so lucky, which was really nice. It was very cute and sweet. But then I had these women coming up to me. And the interesting thing is when you have a platform where you talk about dating and relationships, a lot of people will just pour their heart out to you, which is great. I'm glad they feel comfortable doing it. But my God, and I'm sure you can relate to this, when they were telling me like what they had been going through, I mean, it was like the PTSD came back. You know what I mean? Like all the things. And I was like, oh man, this one poor girl, she was like... 
Hopefully she doesn't listen to this. <laughs> well, she would be like, oh, Aaron, spot on. So she's like, I'm a lady. She's like, I have a corporate job. I'm in my late 30s. Like, I'm looking for the real deal. Like, I don't want a guy who just wants to hook up and never talk to me again. She's like, I'm just not about it. And I was like, I totally get that. And she's like, it doesn't matter what you put on your profile. They somehow interpret it differently, whether it be like it's a challenge or they want to like conquer it. But she's like, I'm done. And so she's like, I I got off apps. I'm done. She's like, I'm just going to put it out there into the universe that this is what I want. And when the timing is right, he's just going to be like on the sidewalk in front of me or unloading his grocery onto the conveyor belt and he's going to turn around and and see me and it's just going to be a thing. And I was like, I love that approach. And I think that's amazing because apps aren't for everybody and that's not how you met your man. And so why don't you walk us through that? Because I love a good love story. You know what I mean? (laughs) But it's funny too, because when you say that, like prior to this boy, this thing that's involved in my, I like to call him my thing. I don't know what it is. But I was single for almost six years. Wow. Same. And same. Yeah. So it's weird because I'm hot. <laughs> I have an aesthetically pleasing body. You. Okay. <laughs> right? I'm fit. I look like I could crush a watermelon with my legs. Like that's the nicest way of saying you it. You probably point. could. Have you tried? No, I oh. haven't tried. <laughs> I'm kind of scared if I fail because then my ego is just gonna go even oh, further down. You will fail. But <laughs> But honestly, like the independence and the masculinity is not the right word, even though all females do have testosterone, keep that right. Mm -hmm. The independence and the, I don't know the word, but the independence and because I'm so confident, like because of fitness, like I played soccer for many, many years and then got concussed and I was like, I got to get the weight off. So I started lifting. And then although I had graduated from fitness and health and I got my PT certification, I never utilized it until I got concussed. Oh, wow. And I was like, I got to get the weight off. So I started lifting. And then two years into lifting, I got into bodybuilding. And then that's where like, because bodybuilding is such a lonely sport, you kind of have to focus on yourself. You have to prioritize your time and what is going to be best for you in the long run. Mm -hmm. And like, even with coronavirus, everyone has their own opinion. Okay. I ended up going to get the Pfizer shot and I like my arm is still a little stiff. I just got it on Friday. Okay. And I kid you not, Erin, out of all the people that were in this arena, I was probably the healthiest one. Yeah. I passed out. I passed out. <gasps> no way. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. Like right there. I was sitting down there like, hey, you got to wait 15 minutes. And I literally like, I felt like this. I felt pale. I, I felt like I was going through menopause. I was having hot flashes. Wow. And I was like, okay, I'm going to get up, go to the, like, book your second appointment and get out. Yeah. Because I wanted fresh air. It was in an arena. Uh-huh. And I thought I was just overheating and the anxiety just got to me and I, I wanted out. Yeah. Oh, that's the scary. Person. That's so scary. Yeah. It was like my body was rejecting it. But the thing is, because I, like, I lost my job because of this pandemic. Like I'm in the fitness industry, obviously. But as a healthy individual and for someone who really prioritizes their health, it's really hard to find someone that matches that. And I always say to myself, I don't want someone exactly like me. I don't want a bodybuilder. I know what people go through as a bodybuilder. I want someone who takes care of themselves. I want someone who is going to want to support me in whatever I get involved in. Doesn't necessarily mean you have to just sit and meal prep chicken, rice, and broccoli. <laughs> like, I don't eat chicken, rice, and broccoli every day. Like, I just, I had pizza two nights ago. Like, it's okay. Yeah. 
but I want someone who kind of has similar interests. Mm -hmm. I mean, I love the fitness industry. I don't expect you to come to the gym with me. I want you, I'm into tattoos. Like I think men with tattoos are, I think it's just so hot. (laughs) I always said to myself that I always, like my mom wants me to marry a nice Italian man. Uh Because my last name is Pellegrino. So like water. the water. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So I was like, marry a nice Italian man. I was like, mom, you have to pick one. It's either nice or Italian because you can't get both in this world. This doesn't work. And because I love the Hispanic culture, like I have bad bunny on my yeah. hat. Right. So I don't know what it is, but that type of music just makes me feel a type of way. And I want someone that's going to be like, dímelo mami, como estas? And I'll be like, oh. <laughs> Oh, just tell me more. Because I want to learn it. I want to learn the language. That's something that's like, I speak Italian. So it's very, very very similar. Yeah. So when I, my last show was in 2019 and I wasn't going to do this show. I said to myself, oh, it's so expensive because I was going to Texas to do it. And it's a very big show. It's called the Summer Shredding Classic. It was the second one that they've ever put on. It It gets bigger every year because there's, it's not an actual like bodybuilding show. It's a very a social networking event, but you can still compete. There's different classifications and there's a transformation okay. class. The transformation class is not in the bodybuilding federation. It just doesn't work like that. But people want to see stories. Like I've met so many people from that show that I still keep in contact to this day. Like ones from Boston, from Dallas, Colorado, England. My best friend came with me down the street. She came with me because she's so into it. And then somehow I got engulfed in this like group chat that all these athletes or people who were competing were in this room. And I was like, being the thirsty girl that I am, like I was just (laughs) scrolling to see if there were any good looking guys in there. And I'm like, oh, okay, this person looks nice. Click. And I was like, oh, he's into fitness. Well, obviously he's into fitness. He's got tattoos. His last name is Spanish. I was just like, okay, let's lock it in. So I followed and then he followed me back and I was just like, okay. You're like, that was easy. Yeah. Casual casual conversation. And then as time went on, I was like, why don't you video call me like on, on Instagram? Like, why don't we chat? So at the time I was working for LA fitness and he told me that he was a member at LA fitness. So I can still like type in to see what this guy looks like. This guy, pardon my language, but but the boy's balls hadn't even dropped yet. Like he was so young. (laughs) And the photo, I was like, you need to change your photo. And he's like, yeah, I'll get it on it. Anyway, so the first time we video chatted, I was sitting at LA Fitness and I was like, oh, you're young. Like, how old are you? He was, I think he was 22. And I was 26, 27. How old am I? I'm 20. Yeah, I was 26. I was turning 27 that year. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm five years younger than this boy. I was like, oh my God. I'm like, no. I was like, no, 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 no. That's almost like assault, like child pornography. I'm like, no, I'm out. I don't deal with young boys. But anyways, we started chatting. And then I was like, here's my phone number. Like, if you want to text me, like text me. Well, the first day we decided to chat, we FaceTimed the whole day. The whole day. Like from, I was at work. I was on FaceTime with him the whole day. And then when I went home, I FaceTimed him as I was driving home, as I was making dinner, meal prepping. So then we became like accountability friends to each other because we were both competing for the Mm -hmm. same show. So we started doing cardio together. We kind of had the similar schedule. We were eating breakfast together, complaining about how much we just disliked our lives at the moment because we were depleting ourselves. He failed to tell me that he was seeing someone. Uh And I I was just like, listen, like... 
because he had asked me, he's like, listen, I like this girl. What should I do? Okay. Being the person that I am, go for it. If you feel that this is like what you want, like a hundred percent, like if your heart says yes, then do it. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a life lesson regardless. If it doesn't work out, it's entirely up to you. Well, (laughs) let me tell you about this squirrel. Oh. (laughs) Oh boy. So it got to the point where she was like threatening me. She is like this, like five, four, nine rodent that's the next Mm. way of putting it who had a lot you know and she had a lot of insecurities she was threatening me through dms and i was like man listen i live on the opposite side of the country i live in another country yeah and she's like you guys are having video sex i'm like first of all i ain't showing my hoo-ha to nobody on facetime (laughs) second of all it might be a police charge for all i know because of the age gap And third, I have more respect for myself than to do something like that. Like I would, that's just how I am. Wow. And like he had to defend her or he had to defend me, but then he got in in between it. And then a few days before the show, he was like, listen, Ems, like, I really care about you. We need to stop talking. He's like, I care about you as a friend. He's like, I don't want this to deter my relationship and our friendship. And I was like, I totally get it. Have a wonderful time in Texas. I will see you there. I'm like out of respect, like I'm not going to talk yeah. to you. And and was well, she coming with? Was she coming with him? She was competing too. Oh wow. Okay. So she was like, I'm going to put you in the dust, and I'm like, first of all, I'm five eight. Like you're not even in my height class. Right. But I'll see you in overalls when I sweep you, and I'll become ahead of you. So I ended up beating her in overalls, but I just, I just didn't say yeah. anything because. Again, I have more respect for myself, and like the whole tri- like the whole time getting there. So my best friend came with me. Wonderful experience. Like she's my like hype yeah. woman. I love her to death. She actually met me at LA Fitness, uh-huh. and I was preparing for another show, and she came over to me. She's like, "Oh my gosh, you wear Live Fit," and I'm like, "Honestly, woman, like leave me alone. I'm low carbs. Like yeah, just don't." Talk I'm in to my me. zone. Anyway, she's my biggest supporter. Aww biggest supporter she will scream so other than she had to come with me so she was like with me the whole time picked her up we got to the airport hella early i was like just let me know when like a flight is because i like helped her get to wherever i was like i need to sleep and like to keep the weight off and the stress off so she like she was great i loved her okay so the best part during that time so when we went so you have to get Oompa Loompa. I right. Spray tan. Yeah. Which like, how can I ask like how many coats of spray tan that is? Because I am a lover of spray tans, but I have never looked that <laughs> color before. I mean, I've been orange, but not like that color. <laughs> it's two coats, they say. Okay. But it's very, very yeah. dark. The reason why it's dark is because when you're on stage, when the bright light shines on you, you don't want to be like pasty white like I actually am this like camera is actually giving me some color right now so I'm (laughs) shocked but I am white I am like ghostly Mm -hmm. white Scottish skin tone is what I have but the dark color will shine and that way it will accentuate all your defined muscles because you cut your water so your muscles and your skin are super tight so you'll see the striations Uh you'll see the muscle definition so when i was getting my dignity taken away from me because you are butt naked may i let you know like Uh every Uh crevice every hole (laughs) okay i kid you not so i'm standing and because i've done this like i don't care at this point like i'm team no tits like i got nothing to show you know what i mean i'm not worried so I'm standing with this lady and she's spraying me, bend over, whatever. Okay, cool. I found out that the squirrel was beside Ooh. me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
in the next okay. tanning booth. And my girlfriend messages me. She's like, Anthony's outside. And I'm like, and I'm like, out of any time that this person could yeah. get tanned, he's outside right now. So now at this time, I'm like wafting the air to like dry me really <laughs> fast because I want to go say hello. And I don't want to stir the pot with the rodent yeah. beside yeah. me. So like, I'm like bending over at the fan to like try to get all the areas dry. And I booked it out. I was like, whatever, I'll, I'll fix my tan tomorrow. Mind you, I had a really bad sunburn. I remember this. And it was like beet red. They had to like paint oh, my neck. My because my pasty white skin got burnt three yeah. days. So what before. do you put on when you when you walk out? Like, are you do you just put it like on a robe, or how do you make sure you're not touching it? So once we're fully dry, we're supposed to wear like okay. baggy clothes. So I was wearing like our comp. I think I was wearing my the competition like crop top they gave us because like team no tits. <laughs> I don't got nothing to show. And then I was wearing okay. track pants. So just baggy stuff. And then I went out and like. I like looked Cheyenne, my girlfriend. I was like, are you ready? And she's like, yeah. And then I was like, oh, hey. And he's like, hey. And I'm like, good luck tomorrow. And he's like, yeah, you too. You look great. And I was just like, thanks. I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to let you go before she comes out. And he's like, yeah. And then she rushed out. She's like, did you talk to him? Or did you talk to her? What are you, did you're cheating on her? And I looked at her and I was like, my, I was like, listen, bitch. I was just like, just go away. I'm like, I just yeah. said hello. And I was like, out of respect. I'm like, this is a social network event. I was like, I hope you do really well tomorrow, but I will swoop oh you God. on the stage. I walked away. I can't imagine. I mean, obviously there was an issue there with them or with her from past relationships because, and I get it, like you're in a very competitive field, but like when you're in a relationship or whatever that was with them, like you have to have some sort of sense of security with who you're with because that had nothing to do with him or you really. It had something to do with what was happening in her head mentally. Yeah. Of course. And I said to I said to Anthony, I was just like, like I didn't want to know, but after, because pro- remember this, like we weren't talking. So the few days leading up to it, we weren't talking. Right, yeah. I didn't mm-hmm. want to cause any animosity. And later on, the story that he told me about the whole trip, he's like, it was the worst experience of my life. He's like, she made it the worst for my life. He's like, I didn't get to take any photos. He's like, I oh. felt like I wasn't even there. He's like, I felt yeah. like I was her bitch. And I was like, well, I'm really sorry. I'm like, and I put it out there prior to us. I was like, if you need a place to stay, if you and this person, I'm not going to say her name. She's a squirrel. I was like, if this person want, if you guys want to stay at our hotel, because I knew money was tight for them. I was like, you are more than welcome to take my bed. And I was like, I'll sleep on the pullout couch. I was like, that's just how I am. I understand you guys are younger than me. And I was like, and me and Cheyenne, like, we're not well off, but we were in the extended yeah. stay. I don't know mm-hmm. if you guys, wherever you are, it was an extended stay. That was a whole experience on its own too. But I was like, we have a full run kitchen. We have a whatever. We have everything that you need. If you need it, we have a fridge, microwave, you name it. We have a TV that we're not even probably going to use. But me yeah. casa is su casa. Like, so you're more than welcome. That's just how I was raised. And I told Anthony straight off the bat, like, if you need, I'm like, instead of renting an Airbnb, Put it towards like your food. That's just how I was. And it is interesting because when you're traveling for like a reason like that, it's very different than like a vacation because you're not going out to eat. You 
probably have to still like eat at home so you can control your calories and how it's made and all that stuff. So it makes sense that you would stay at a place like that. I mean, that's that's crazy. I don't know a lot about yeah. the bodybuilding um, world, but I mean, it's it's fascinating hearing your story. <laughs> yeah, I brought all my food with me. And I said to Cheyenne, like, your guys' travel restrictions, man, I had to bring cut up cold, freezered, like sealed type chicken. And like, I didn't go to, like, I went to Walmart and your guys' Walmarts are another levels, the Oreo <laughs> aisle. Oh, oh my gosh. I think I spent like 50 bucks on Oreos. It was stupid. No way. Cause when you're done, you just like gorge on whatever. <laughs> I think that story is for another time. I was so sick. Oh, were you? Oh, because oh, I'm sure your body isn't like, used to it. No. And the thing is, I like I ate all my normal meals after my show. I had one bite of Whataburger's spicy chicken sandwich. That's all I have to say. That's all I have to say. And it messed up my stomach so bad. One bite. I ate all my normal meals. I ate a few extra rice cakes to carve up a little bit more. But everything was super clean because prior to the other shows I've done, I have messed up my hormones. I have messed up my intestinal gut health. And I looked like I was four months pregnant. So, yeah, it really, and it hurts. Like you think bloating is like when you drink too much water? (laughs) No, no, no. It's very, very sore. It's the most disgusting and uncomfortable pain. Like you think your menstrual cramps are bad? Oh, bloating is another level. Oh, yeah. I, I'm it was too familiar with that. <laughs> oh, it, was, it was so bad. But I remember when we went to the Walmart there, we ran into so many other people. So like, it was just another, like you could tell who was there for the show. There were over 500 competitors that wow. came to the show and people from all over the world. So when we had our athletes meeting, so we went for a tan, then we went to the athletes meeting later on. They were standing behind us in the line. <laughs> I couldn't turn around. Funny how that always works. I just didn't want to cause any problems. Yeah. At that time, I think to myself, like, I'm a grown adult. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you're a little twat, part of my language. But, like, I don't have time to entertain this. Like, I don't know. I guess because of the independence that I am and because I've brought, I've been brought up so well, like, I'm not trying to start a fight. I don't have time for this. I'm here to social network. I'm here to grow my following. Mm-hmm. I'm here to develop friendships rather than hardships. You know what I mean? I'm here to better myself. And that's what everyone's here for. And leading up to the next day, after we got our like numbers and whatever, we went back to the hotel and we just chilled out. And then the next morning, the next morning was awful. I had to be up so early because you book your second tan. So I booked my second tan. It was like five in the morning. I had to get an Uber. My girlfriend's sleeping. I was like, man, like, wake me up if I don't wake up. Well, I didn't wake up in time. So I booked it downstairs, got to my tent, came back. The extended stay, they gave me a faulty hairdryer. My hair, like, lit up in flames. It was a great... Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It was a really bad... Like, that's nothing. So, like, whatever. It fixed my hair the best as I could be. I have naturally curly hair. So it became a poof. So I had to bring my hair straightener. Whatever. We got to the venue. I saw them a few times and Cheyenne's like, go say hey. And I was like, no, I'm not trying to be a chef today. I'm like, my nerves need to stay down. I'm not trying to stir the pot. Mm-hmm. Like, today's not the day. Anyways, as we were walking by, he had texted me and he's like, I want to wish you all the best. I love your suit color. He's like, you're going to do really, really well today. I'm very proud of you. And I was just like, looking at my phone, I was like, Shay, I'm like, look. She's like, oh my gosh. And I was like, no. I'm like, stop. Like, we can't talk about this. We're here to win. So like, 
went backstage. She was the the squirrel was with him pretty much the whole time, and they were in the women's change room. Okay. Because like everyone's there talking, whatever. I went to the guy side. Like I'm vibing out with the guys. Like I'm hanging out with them. I want to be in a positive atmosphere, right? Taking photos, mm-hmm. chatting with everybody, and like I became friends with like quite a few people. So like when I went on stage, like they went out and cheered for me, and vice versa. So that was really really cool. So after the show, we went back back to our, our hotel. He didn't play so well. I still I like watched. I was I said to Shay, I was like, we got to watch him. I'm like, regardless of like her problems i'm like we have to cheer for him because we know who he is yeah so we stayed we cheered for him went back to the hotel we ended up having like pizza that night i did not have pizza i just didn't didn't dare to do it and then as we went back to our hotel so we went to the sister hotel that was like the tanning and like a lot of the athletes were there we went back to our hotel because we were gonna go out that night no way like i'm exhausted no there's no way in heck i'm going out so as we get back to the hotel, my girlfriend, I'm like, yo, toss this in the garbage. So she tosses whatever I threw her out and a cockroach came out. <gasps> oh my gosh. I was, my girlfriend, my girlfriend's black. So like, oh my gosh, like flipped out. Like the extra woman that she's like, we're not staying here. I was like, okay, let's go back to the hotel. So we went back to my buddy's place, stayed there. I woke up. That's when I, the spicy chicken sandwich hit me after I woke up, went to the gym I was like, I can't work out on an empty stomach. Let's just take a bunch of photos. So we took a bunch of photos. He was there with the squirrel. I went over and I said, hey, I'm heading back out to Toronto now. It was really like nice meeting you both. Uh-huh. I hope you guys have a safe flight home. That was all I said. And she, I walked away before she could open her tiny little mouth. So I just walked away. Went and said goodbye to everybody else. Um, a buddy of mine from Colorado, he was going back the same time. So we took an Uber together and we went home. Fast forward to a few months later. A few months. Okay, yeah. a few months. Okay. So fast forward to a few months later. Uh, it was in August because the show was end of June. I didn't even get a message from him for my birthday. My birthday's in July. So he didn't message me nothing. And I was working in LA and my phone rings and we don't text. Mm-hmm. We like never text. It's always FaceTime or GIFs or mm-hmm. GIFs or whatever the heck they're called. Sure. Or he slides into my DMs on Instagram. Yeah. So I get a FaceTime call from him. And like, I, I don't delete numbers. I just, that's just how I am. And it said Anthony on my phone. And I was like, I was freaking out. So I ran, to the, like I was just coming out of the female change room. I ran to the storage closet because that's the closest. So I like put my phone up in the storage closet. And I was just like, like I answered it. I was like, what up? And he's like, Emma Linguini. That's what he calls me. So I don't know how it came about. And I was like, what up, homie? And he's like, I want to talk to you about something. And I was like, I'm kind of at work. I was like, if you want, call me after. He's like, no, I want to talk to you about it right now. And I was like, is your mom okay? Is, yeah. that, is your sister okay? I was like, something happened. And he's like, I want to apologize. And I was like, and I was like, for what? I'm like, you didn't do anything wrong. He's like, I want to apologize for the way I acted. I was like, but you don't hear me. I was like, it's got nothing to do with you. I'm like, you did the right thing. He's like, but your friendship is way more important than some petty little relationship. And I was like, did things end bad? Like, what's going on? He's like, honestly, Ems, he's like, I don't want to talk about it. He's like, but he's like, we're not together. I pretty much ended things with her after I got back. He's like, but I realized how important it was to have you in my life. And I was like, oh, 
Oh my gosh. And at that point I was like, I was like, I believe in second chances. Like, I don't care. You know what I mean? Like we're far away. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, you can FaceTime me. Yeah. You can call me. Yeah. Like my feelings for our friendship never went away. And I was like, I still genuinely care about you. Like, of course, like you're my home slice. Like if I had problems, like I'd come to you. And he was previously married. So he was married at 19. And so prior to the show, he went to court to finalize his divorce. He called me as he was walking out of the courthouse, bawling his eyes out. We had a lot of hardships and difficult times in our friendship for the short period of time that we had. And I was going through a really mentally narcissistic, I wouldn't even call it relationship. Mm -hmm. It's more like a friendship Mm -hmm. that he didn't want to put a name on. And there was a lot of alcohol abuse, substance abuse, and being the the wonderful, empathic, (laughs) cancer, wear my heart on my sleeve person that that I am, I thought it was me. And I would call Anthony, oh my gosh, crying my eyes out. And he's like, you don't deserve this. Like, you shouldn't be with this person. I was like, I don't even know who we are. He says he loves me, but I don't think he does. Like... And when I had problems, I went to him about another boy. And I was like, something's wrong. Like, I shouldn't be doing this. But because I trusted him and because he was like my vulnerability pillow, because he was so far away, Mm -hmm. it was just an easy way to share. Although, like, I didn't want to tell my mom. I didn't want to go to my girlfriends because they're going to be like, I told you so. And I'm like, yeah, I know you told me so, but like, I'm not going to (laughs) listen otherwise. Like, I'm stubborn. When he was going through that stuff and when I was going through my stuff, like any negativity, any like positive things, whether he got promoted, whether like he was moving, whether he, I don't know, whether he like had someone coming over that he hadn't seen for a long time, he would call Mm -hmm. me. If he was at Home Depot getting wood, he would call (laughs) me. If he was pooping, he would call (laughs) me. Like you name, I got screenshots of him like this sitting on the pooper and like, it's muted. And I'm like, are you pooping? And he's like, and I'm like, I know, like very comfortable around each other. Like, it's just how it's always been. So ever since he apologized, like we picked up, like we like, like nothing happened. And for his, there, it was a time in September last year. And I don't know why I didn't think about this, but like, I said, why don't I send you something? I was like, I know your address. I know where you Uh live. So I sent him like this big package of like Canadian snacks I did like a live taste test with him. He loves all dressed ruffles. He's never had them in his life. What is that? <laughs> Girl, send me your address. <laughs> uh, he, I have like a video of him like taking a bite and he's like, like he couldn't believe it. He's like, they're my favorite. Coffee crisp. So coffee flavored chocolate. Oh, he oh, loves that. Okay. I got like a yeah. whole big box for him. I got to send to him. Smarties. They're like M&M's, but they're like the trashier version. Like I prefer M&M's over that. Mars bars, Snickers. He like gets fat for like 24 hours and then just like calls me while he's pooping. He's like, I hate you. And I'm like, well, that's not my problem. You decided to eat it the whole time. <laughs> I sent him like, like I was associated with a fitness brand for quite some time. So I sent him like a hoodie. He always wears it. Like if you see videos of him in like a red hoodie, that's the hoodie I sent him. We both love Bad Bunny. So every time there's like a new song drop, I will call him and he's like, how do you know this before I do? He's like, I'm the Hispanic one. Every time we say goodbye, if you've listened to Bad Bunny's music, he always goes, Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny. 
So that's like how we say goodbye every oh single time. God, and like we'll put our faces up to the phone and we say, bah, 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 bah. and then like we hang up the phone. Uh-huh. That's just what we do. I don't think we've ever said goodbye. I think it's just bah, 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 bah. Yeah. to be honest. Like, I don't know how it came about of him being like, be my girl. Cause he always says like, I love you, boo boo. I love you. Like I miss you. Just put like a, ret- don't put a return address on a box and like send yourself. Aww. Yeah. And yeah. he calls me like anytime he's like before like the second person besides his mommy like if he has good news he calls me and have you have you guys met each other's like family and friends like on facetime yeah so he knows i know his mom very very well his sister his brother-in-law his roommates his best friends his best friend jolie who lives in another state because he's in the marines and her dad is like the head corporal i know them all and like he knows my mom he knows my best friends he follows them on social media all my friends say that like when we reunite it's gonna be like like this like cliche thing at the airport and like he's gonna have a sign and we're like i said to him like i'm gonna have a sign because i always say like thank you for your service even though i'm not american yeah <laughs> and i'll have a sign and be like i'm here to thank him for his service and they're like emma that's so sexual i'm like no it's not it's an inside <laughs> joke yeah it's got nothing to do with it but yeah i think the only time we've met okay is in texas right which is crazy to me i mean it's honestly crazy and i think you're just basically blowing that stereotype out of the water that like long distance can't work but what i love is is you kind of said it early on you said we've never text you've said we've always facetimed we've always talked on the phone which like during the pandemic there were whatever stage of a relationship you were in if you weren't living physically with your significant other there was a lot of that because in the beginning, we didn't know. You didn't want to, you know, put the other person at risk. Like you were scared for your own health. You didn't know what to do. And so people only had that option, but like truly you guys have only had that option, but you've made it work. And you know what's funny is I was saying to my girlfriend, because she's actually in a long distance relationship too. I met her on Clubhouse as well. Her man lives in Rhode Island. And she's actually seeing him like next week for a month. So super exciting. I'll have to get her information for you too. Where was I going with this? Oh, we've never fought. Like we've never had it like a terrible disagreement. There's ne- We've never like yell at each other other than like screaming at each other for like excitement yeah. through caps. But like if he ever feels like he's hurt me, he calls me with his head down. He's like, I know. And I was like, no, like you, there's nothing to be upset about. Like I know you're going to talk to me regardless And he's a big boy. Like, he knows if he's, like, hurt me. He knows that, like, he needs time to be, like, am I need, like, to step back for a second? Like, my mental health is not good. Or vice versa. Mm -hmm. Like, we're both very communicative. And I think because of how he's been enrolled in the Marines, he just knows. But at the same time, he hides his emotions because the Marines have taught Mm. him to be like that. But keep him, it's very weird. Like people have this certain persona of him keeping his like males, especially in or not males, anyone in that type of field, mm-hmm. they are told to like hide away their feelings. Mm-hmm. There were times where he's gone away. He actually had to go to New York for all those bodies that they had to like put away in those big transport trucks when coronavirus first started and they didn't have enough capacity. He went and he was so scarred. And like, I remember him calling me when he got back and he's like, that was the most traumatizing experience of my life. I don't don't want to ever have to do that again. Like I've seen this man cry Mm -hmm. multiple times. Mm -hmm. I've seen him like boogers down his face. He's seen me cry. And I know when he's genuinely happy, 
I know when he's genuinely sad, like I can see it. And I tell him like, it's okay to share your feelings. But I know when he's like being cute, I know like I can tell. And it's cool how I can tell just through FaceTime. Right. He expresses his feelings very, very well. And one thing I must say is that just like his age, especially people in Canada, this is just what I've gathered. People, they just... I thought we were past sending dick pics. Like, I, I really thought I, we were past that. But he's got so much respect that he has never once sent anything like mm-hmm. that. Ever. And I give him so much credit. And I always tell him, like, listen, like, the day we, like, reunite, hide yourself. <laughs> like, hug it. It's not going to go well. Right. Like, it's, it, like, I value that so much. Because people our day and age, like, I'm sorry, I don't want to open Snapchat and snapchat and see wee woo photos all the mm-hmm. time i don't want to see penis mm-hmm. pics sorry yeah. that's just how i am i'll i'll delete you right Bye. yeah like, well it's funny that men don't get that you know i mean it's like tale as old as time you know guys like well i i yeah it makes no sense to me like makes no sense it is interesting because i think physical intimacy has become something that is introduced so early in a relationship and like for you guys i mean this has been going on over a year correct i mean if i'm doing the the math right or whatever and the fascinating part about that is you've basically proven that you can have a successful relationship built on a really strong foundation without that aspect now obviously once you're together that dynamic dynamic is going to change and it's going to be on like Donkey Kong because you do have that, you know what I mean? And it's going to be of a heightened level. But like, I think that is so important and it just goes to show like, sometimes I think women feel pressure to, you know, succumb to the intimate acts or whatever early on, right? Because they they want to like keep his interest or whatever. But you are proving that you've been able to have a successful mutual relationship built on respect, right? And and really great communication without that playing a role in, in the equation. So what what yeah. do you think the future holds for you? Do you guys talk about the next steps and how you would do this? Like, am I going to see you on like 90 Day Fiance? <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so get this. So manifestation is crazy. So I know we were talking about this prior to, and I said to myself, I say to myself all the time, I'm going to move to Georgia. It's just going to happen. This is just what I want. As much as I love the free healthcare here, if I do marry this man... <laughs> I'm going to have health care because he's in the police force. And like long term now, I'm thinking like, I just want to move there. I, that's all I have to do now. I just got to lock it in. I was like, I can go on a six month visa if I really had to. A worker's visa, which I have been approved for. It's, it's been a work in progress for sure. So because I work in the fitness industry, I can get a transfer if I really wanted. Yeah. So oh. the fitness companies that I that I work for. I can transfer out there because there's tons of them out there. And this is really weird now. So, and this is what made me like tear up. And like, I'm so glad I'm saying this because I've only told one other person. <clears throat> and it's actually two people because I told him to. Manif- like I said, manifest, I'm like, manifestation is such a, is such a cool thing. So doing my thing, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm still thinking about it. Like we talk every day and I'm like, listen, like how cool would it be like if I moved out there? And I've always said that to him. He's like, don't tease me like that. I was like, I'm not teasing you. The government, the Canadian government is teasing you because they're not opening, opening right. the borders. And Mr. Trudeau, the person in power, he wants us to have this like two week quarantine and pay two grand to be in a hotel. Well, they're removing the uh, hotel confinement. So 
I'm excited. So my plan, we're supposed to be out of all this because we're still technically in like lockdown. We are supposed to be out of it end of July. Okay. If everything goes well with vaccination and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, cross, Mm -hmm. cross everything, please. Because my goal is to go and visit him for okay. a weekend as of right now. So this is my thing. I want to see him. I wanted to see him for my birthday. That's not going to happen. My birthday is mid-July. He also still has drill and he's also going to the, going into the police academy as of July okay. 1st. So that's not going to happen. But what I would like to do is go for a weekend before he has drill in August. But I don't think he has drill in August. I can't remember. I think August is like their time off. So my plan is to go like the last week of July. If everything goes well because i want to see yes we know how we can see each other like this Mm -hmm. we see each other like this all the time he sees that my house is clean he sees what i like he sees my food he sees he knows i drive a kia soul he know like you know he knows my life like we know each other's schedule like this but he doesn't know me like how i'm going to interact with other people i mean yes he sees me with my best friends but like being in a physical sure. perspective is going to be completely yeah. different. I'm going to get to see his body language and like how he like portrays himself to other people. I have an RBF sometimes. So like, <laughs> I don't know, like if we go out, like who knows what's going to happen? I'm sure. I mean, I know what's going to happen. He's going to send me Snapchats and I'm going to be right beside him. And he's going to be intoxicated singing Bad Bunny to me as he normally does. But you're right beside me. So you don't right. have to do that. But it's just the whole like physical aspect is going to be completely different. So that's why I think going for a short period of time to see if that connection is still there in person, because what if it isn't? What if it's completely facade? Mm. What if it's... Now, I would challenge you, you on that trust. because you're talking about manifestation and putting it out there and into the universe and... Can yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> so get the negative thoughts or the the negative what ifs out of your brain because I think when we start to fixate on the negative things, then we can sometimes make those our reality. You know what I mean? So I would. True. I mean, I'm very positive about it, but I also don't want to go for a long period of time and have the possibility of it being not what it mm-hmm. has been portrayed. Just because of the past, whatever has happened in my life. Like, I'm not going to go, I'm going to be skipping down the baggage claim, like so excited. I'm literally going to have a GoPro attached to my head. Like that's how excited I'm going to be because I want to record us seeing each other again. And I want to go for a short period just to experience it because, okay, ready? Mm -hmm. I got a DM. The universe was playing with my feels. I'll tell you this because the day he, the second day he called me, because he's been doing like training at the county he's working at. So he's going through like okay. Taekwondo and like mixed martial arts and like getting all his stuff to prepare for police academy. Well, he calls me on the Tuesday, no, Tuesday, he calls me on the Wednesday because the Monday was a holiday for you guys. And he's like, oh, this, that, and whatever, la, la, la. Uh, he's got like punch marks on his face and telling me stories about like this female taekwondo lady beating him up and i was like you can't be nice to them like you like if i was on the street you still have to pin me down like as much as i may like it but like you still need to pin me down so like you have to do that like they could be a criminal he's like i know i'm like you might have to pin your mama down too like it's whatever it is what it is but i said to him i'm like imagine what if i had a job offer and he's like well just come down and i was like no no like I, I can't leave right now like my mom's not in the best state like mm-hmm. i gotta take care of her mm-hmm. before i can leave and, like, I'm not trying to scare yeah. Mama Dukes just yet. Because she 
So my mom, on the other hand, thinks that like this is like bigger than it actually is. She thinks that like it's she thinks fake. it's fake. So a lot of my best friends are from social media. I met him through social media. He thinks that she thinks that my like social media friends are like non-existent or like they're they're not as close as they actually are. But that's fine. I'm gonna prove her wrong. It's absolutely fine. Does that bother you a little bit that she's not supportive of it? Of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. But because of my because of the history with my mom, I think there's a little bit of so like there wasn't the time of social media, right? So I think that my whole life is through social media. Like my mom says I spend too much time on my phone. I know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like I built my clientele through social media. We met through social media, right? Yeah. I'm, yeah. I have some of my closest friends through social media. My best friend in San Diego, my best friend in Colorado, Texas. I could go anywhere in any state and I'd have a place to stay. I know that. So when I tell her about my Hispanic poppy, like she's just like, ah, I was like, wait, (laughs) like it's going to happen. So go for a weekend. And then I want him to come out here once. Yeah, of course. Yeah. He thinks that like Trudeau, our person in power is going to take away his guns. That's absolutely fine. We don't have to live here because I'm willing to give up everything to move out there. I just genuinely, that's just how I am. Because, okay, so I got a DM from this fitness company that I'm associated with because it's a sister location. It's just another franchisee. Hey, we found you on our Explore page. We love your vibe. Are you in the Georgia area? We would love to have you as a part of our team. Wait, it gets creepier. The location of this studio is 10 minutes from his county police department. Wow. Wow. And I told I told him, and he's like, and this is where I shed a tear. He's like, Emma, if that's not destiny, I don't know what is. Mm. Yeah. So what did I was you like, re- oh my gosh? <laughs> <laughs> what did you respond back to them? I was like, I had I had a Zoom call with them. I haven't told him yet this. So okay. if he does listen to this podcast, he will hear it. I had a a meeting with them. They said, so I told them my situation. I told them that I'm planning on moving down there by like latest October, because that's also the day that he walks across the stage to be a full police officer. So regardless, relationship or not, because you never know, I still want to be there to support him. So I said, save me a ticket. I will still be there regardless because we will be out of quarantine by then. I hope to God. So I want to be there to support him regardless. But I always envision myself being in the States, whether it's California, Georgia, Texas. Those are my three spots. It's always what I've imagined. So having a worker's visa, I can still go down there. Okay. I just need a Hispanic man to marry me so I don't have to renew my visa. And I said to him, I was like, don't worry. I'm not going to be the burden to you. I'm not going to ask you to marry me because I know you've been through that already. I'm like, I'll ask one of your boys. And he's like, Emma. And I was like, I'm just kidding. I'm yeah, kidding. Yeah. I was like, I wouldn't do that. I would go um, back for a short period of time, let the visa renew and whatever, or I'd reapply. So this location said that they would wait for me and that they wow. would keep a spot for me regardless because they love my vibe. They love how I represent myself. They see I'm already kind of doing the workouts. It's kind of a done deal. It's just kind of like, so I already told them, I was like, regardless, I'm like, we should not live together the first time that I move out there. And he's like, well, why not? He's Mm -hmm. like, I'm like, we have to date. 
Oh, uh-huh. we have to have that like boyfriend and girlfriend. I'm like, yeah, like I love you, boo boo. I miss you, boo boo. Like I can only say that so many times through text mm-hmm. or sorry, through gifts, yeah. gifts, whatever the heck they're called. But we have to like physically like you need to come and pick me up with your big black honky tonk truck and like go out yeah. and like <laughs> go to a movie or like go to like, right. I don't even know what he calls like the cabin and like go watch the stars in the back of your truck and like go out and dance to salsa music, go to your mom's house and make a meal and like do that. Like do what couples do. If it works out with like within six months, of course I'd move in with you. And I'm confident that it'll probably be even sooner. And he's like, I'm like, he's like, if that's not destiny, like he's like, just, he's like, just cut the crap. Like, just as soon as they like, get down here as soon as you can. Aww. So, I mean, that sounds amazing. It, it just does sound like the universe is just opening up a pathway for you. You know what I mean? And, and that's a beautiful thing. And I think like you're so brave and courageous and I think you're trying to be smart about how you handle your next steps and just really taking it in stride, which I think is remarkable. So do you have any advice for people who are in a long distance relationship or who might like not even want to entertain a connection because they're fearful and they've heard time and time again, like long distance doesn't work? I don't know how to word it because I had no intention of this. I had no intention. Like because I'm just such a social butterfly, it just became a thing. And my relationships with everybody, like I just genuinely care. I just, I try to be everybody's hype woman, as I like to say on Clubhouse. And I'm here to support anyone and everyone because I want them to live their best life possible. And I think if it were to happen, there has to be a level of trust. I think like trust is so big and especially people my age, especially like the, the time frame. those, I don't even know what they're called. We're not Gen X. We're not Gen Z. I don't even know what the heck we're called, but people who are born in the nineties from like 1990 to like 19, I don't even know what year he's born, 1998, <laughs> 1999. Sure. We'll go with that. It's very, very hard because a lot of people don't have a lot of respect for themselves and they do throw themselves out there. They do allow them to be vulnerable and you have to just be your real authentic self. Mm -hmm. And if that person is going to care about you, whether it's two, you guys live miles, whether it's two miles away or whether it's a thousand miles away, it's actually 995 miles. I've looked at (laughs) 995 miles away from where I live to Suwannee, Georgia. You just have to go with the positive mindset and, just live. The thing is, I was telling this one girl who her man's in Rhode Island. I said, he doesn't live close to you. You have to go on with your day, regardless if you hear from him. And it's not a bad thing. I'm not saying it's not a good thing either, but your life is still going to go on until you see that person again. Yeah. Whether it's within five days, five weeks, five months. And you can't talk to that person every single day because you're just going to tell them you went to work and you came home. The end. (laughs) Life, it's the exact same thing every single day. But those small moments where you're like, oh, hey, I got a raise at my job. Oh, hey, I bought bad bunny tickets. Oh, hey, your birthday's coming up. I'm going to surprise you. I'm going to come down there. I mean, I'd just be the stalker person and I would just show up if that's the type of person that I am. But yeah, like the trust is a huge thing. And you just, and the one thing I have to say is like, you have to go on whether they are here or not. I know it sounds really shitty because 
they're not with you. They're only via phone. They're only via Skype, whatever, Hinge, FaceTime, whatever, right? And like, I'll message him. Sometimes he won't get back to me because I know he's busy. We all have lives. Like our schedule has changed because he's still at work. I'm sitting like a bum here eating breakfast at two o'clock because I have nowhere to go Mm -hmm. at this point. Everyone still has to live their life accordingly. And when you have time, you have time. Just be optimistic. That's the most important thing. Live your day just normally and have trust. Yeah. I mean, trust is important whether you're physically in the same place or miles and miles away. I mean, I think trust is like at the core of the foundation of what a relationship should be built off of. So I love that. Well, I wish you guys the best of luck and I can't wait for an update, especially after you book this trip. And I want to hear like all the things about this job opportunity. I mean, it's just, it's coming together. It's coming together. And it is. And I'm literally so stoked. Yeah. It's just, it's just the timing. That's literally what it is. Mm. And then I got to break it to Mama Dukes. By the way, I'm moving to Georgia with my boots and my truck. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Yes. And we better uh, be able to spy on that GoPro video of when you guys reunite in the airport. Cause I feel like it's going to be everywhere on social media. Cause I have to share it. Cause I'm probably going to blubber like no tomorrow. And he's going to cry too. See, It's absolutely fine. Cause I want to blackmail him when he cries too. (laughs) I'm a sucker for a rom-com. I'm a sucker for a good love story. Well, if my listeners want to find you, Emma, how do they get in touch with you? Uh, they can find me on Instagram. It's yourcoach.m. Yeah. For all, I love your TikToks. I love all your reels and all your workout videos and stuff. I mean, you're so inspiring. You are. You're a great follow. You saw my TikToks? Reels or whatever they are. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Whatever you post on there. I was like... Oh, because a lot of, so the one thing I really, I'll add this into one thing I, I started doing, I've been doing it for a long time, but I screen record mine and Anthony's FaceTime calls. Yeah. Oh, you do? He doesn't know sometimes, but like he's, he knows, he knows when he makes a face and he's like, why did you post that? I'm like, because honestly, all these videos that I'm going to have are going to be part of our wedding. So all these videos that I have of us FaceTiming or you sending me Snapchats or vice versa, It'll be in like this big collage. So I post them on TikTok, a 30 second, and I'll put like a little like text, like of what went on in that conversation and some sappy love music because like I'm a sucker as well. Dear John's my favorite (laughs) movie. So I'll always add that in because I don't have anything else. And that's what I was saying to my girl from Rhode Island as well, like screen record, because that's that time that you're going to have is like the only time you actually have when you're like together and post it. And I post it. I'm like, I'm posting every every time now up until we see each other. Well, I mean, I can relate to that a little bit because, you know, when I met my boyfriend, we only did voice notes and videos for the first week. And I still have all those videos and I really like it because it's like our process of getting to know each other is like all documented, which is like so amazing. I mean, you sometimes you think back and you're like, oh, I don't remember like what we did for what, but it's like, no, I remember the progression because I have it clearly. And my God, it sucks up all the bandwidth of my phone. So I need to figure something out there, <laughs> but it is so nice. And I never thought of it to use it like at a wedding or something. I, I just really like to reflect back on it because it's like, whoa, like, look at what we were going through then or look at like, 
And you can reflect back in in something like so beautiful, like some sort of moment or something that they shared. And you're like, I have that forever. It's, It's a really cool thing. I mean, it's nothing crazy. It's literally him like eating a sub or like I'm drinking greens or something. But that little moment I have, and I can remember exactly what he was talking about. Yes, I have voice notes. I have like, if I scroll up on text, I still have like, I haven't deleted our text history. Same thing with Instagram. Like he messaged me first on Instagram because I used to dance on social media all the time. And he's just like, I love your energy. I was just like, thanks man. Like I really appreciate you. And I have like conversations where it's just like, he was like, I'm really happy that I have you in my life and like, I'm not going anywhere. And I was just like, oh, like this is when we were friends. So to have that back then and like to see like where we are now and I'm like, wow, like it turned into like homie to pal to like boo-boo to like linguini to like poppy chulo and it's just like the relationship has just gotten tight he also calls me his maple syrup so like oh my gosh so cute (laughs) well thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story and please keep us updated Thank you so much for tuning in to your Such a Catch. Today's major takeaway, whether platonic or romantic, relationships can be formed anywhere, even online, despite the odds. When there's a will, there's a way. My challenge to you, ditch all the rules you have in place and have an open heart. Be open to possibilities. I broke my rules. Thank God I did. I had a five-mile radius rule on dating apps. I didn't want to connect with anyone outside my bubble, but thank God I ditched that. And even though there's 16 miles between my man and I, it can take anywhere between 45 minutes to an hour, depending on the day. It is worth it. Emma will be joining me on Clubhouse to discuss long distance relationships, fitness, more of her story, and she's willing to answer any burning questions you might have. Until then, stay open to possibilities. That's when the magic happens.